Welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say, What a Time to Be Alive. And now, Patrick Monahan, Kath Barbadoro, and Eli Uden. Folks, welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast that counts down things each week to make you say the thing that's telepodcast. I'm Patrick Monahan. I'm Kath Barbadoro. I'm Eli Uden. What up, Happy guys? Happy Thanksgiving. Past Thanksgiving. Almost Christmas. Almost Hanukkah. All of them. When does Hanukkah start? I don't remember. Because <laughs> I'm a bad Jew. And also, it's Where's a different Judy calendar. Is I'm just thinking of that Curb episode. <laughs> it begins to Wagner. Thursday. <laughs> what is that from? <laughs> That's from another podcast Shelby produces. Presumably. Yeah, somebody. No, that's, is that what is that show? Is that Curb? Get a life, Jews. I, I think it is Curb. <laughs> I think it's Curb. Somebody... Curb is like the only thing I could think of that that could come from and not be a, a problem. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, somebody DM me and asked, like, they were like, "Hey, what's that one soundbite from?" And I was like, "I truly can't tell you." I was like, "We have no." If anybody doesn't know, Shelby just walks in the room with. A new, a new soundboard we get no warning we get no sources with um, new treats every week <laughs> yeah so eli you're back yeah i did watch this is a very because i watched i was saying i was i was home i uh I, I need not go into the the reason like the 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 techniques that I used, but it was very safe. I sat in a room with just my parents and ate Thanksgiving. Uh, but we watched a lot of game shows and like Jeopardy, The Voice. I've been introduced to The Voice via, via my mom now. What is the premise of The Voice? Is so, that the one where they don't see you before? No, that's I can hear. It has a horrible title. It's called like I can see your voice or something. It's really <laughs> clunky. Isn't that the mass singer? What, are we talking about? No, this now? is I can. That's another one. Okay. <laughs> I can see your voice as this new one where they're like, they have to guess if someone's lip syncing. And it was I no, used but, to have a. But bit. isn't the voice like you? They don't see the person singing, and then yeah. they oh, turn that around, too, yeah, spin they around the, in the chair. They have the right? chairs, the, the spinning. Thing? Yeah, chairs. yeah. Okay, Sorry, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking of. I I didn't think it was a show where you had to guess where someone was lip syncing. That's but a I terrible think, premise. I think that's like at the beginning. I think like like and like they pick their team based on when the, and then mm-hmm. once they have their teams. I, I've only yeah. I don't know. I There's a lot of rules. I found out about most of them. They they have teams, but then they can. They have like like the people compete head to head for you know team Blake or team whatever, mm-hmm. um, and uh, then they can like steal people. It's really not worth going into. But <laughs> the only I, show like that that I uh, like is the dance one. I love the dance one. So you think you can dance? Very good. Highly recommend it. Did somebody for, had a bit, a bit about that too. That's where you it's have like to listen to someone dancing. Extremely mean title of a show. Uh, also like. An especially mean title of the show because it's not like amateur people. It's like professional trained dancers. Mm -hmm. So it's like extra demeaning to something that they have spent their life doing. And then the thing that makes it fun to watch is that, I mean, I, again, I won't get into it too much, but one of the things that makes it fun to watch is that, um, they like take these people who have trained, like they'll have like a tap dancer who's like the um, an amazing tap dancer, and then they like spin a wheel and they're like, okay, this week you have to do hip hop, or like this week you have to do ballroom, and so 
They just have to like uh, do a completely different type of thing that they don't know how to do, and then Tap get dancing. for it. It's great. <laughs> they should call the show uh, uh, "Do Your Little Dance." Do your uh, little dance. Yeah, yeah. Like, do your do little your skits. Little... Like do dance your for us, monkey. The show. Yeah. All the chairs say that. "Mommy" on them. "Mommy and Daddy," and do your little dance. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. The voice is good. One thing that's weird about the voice is that like they, you know, they find these people from wherever, and they're pretty normal people. But their stylist is going bananas, and they need to fucking chill out. Everybody has the dumbest hat on. They all have, like, those giant felt hats. But there's, like, some of them where there's a guy who's, like, and he's cool. He's, like, a older father of, like, he has, like, three kids, and he sings kind of, like, country-type stuff. And every time he comes out, he has, like, like, this weird, like, hair, like, slicked down on his forehead and, like, a felt hat and, like, a weird little vest and stuff. And I was like, God, this guy. And then they showed footage of him not on the show, just at his house. And he's wearing like a T-shirt and like a backwards hat and stuff. I was like, just let him wear that. Why are you? There's stylists just feel playing like dress up with people. And it kind those of types of out. shows are like, I think, where <clears throat> almost like 75% of accessories made in this country end up yeah. is like on those shows. I When I see there's like a certain type of accessory that I see it and I'm like, this is a, an American Idol fashion statement. Like yeah. this, the only people who wear this are people competing on reality shows. And the other part is that it's like steampunk people and uh, reality. <laughs> yeah, show yeah. Just there's like it's like leather bracelets, um, pocket watch, <laughs> <laughs> goggles. You always see them with goggles Ch- on. Checking your pocket watch while the top hats with review. goggles on the brim. Yeah, we all know mystery. Yeah, the, that the classic look. Artist. Everyone, it's like, everyone, it's every, like every woman on a town on one of those shows looks like Becky Lynch in her initial uh, appearance. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was yeah. The other thing is that like this, the person dressing them like at least they could have different, but they all look the same because this person clearly has one style that they dress yeah. everybody in, and it just looks. Really and it's funny. like Alicia Keys two thousand four. That's it's just the a look. lot of like yeah, like snaps and leather, and it's just like so weird. But then. Uh, you also, I, then you get to watch it with my dad, who every time one of them goes on stage, he's like, what are they wearing? And it's like, it's a singing competition. <laughs> They're all going to be wearing wild shit. And he kept saying about Gwen Stefani every time she came on screen. I was like, Gwen Stefani is going to be wearing. And then I was like, considered trying to explain like Harajuku to my dad. But I was just like, you know what? She just wears <laughs> a lot of fashion, dad. It's really. And then, um. While we're talking about TV, I need to talk about my new bad show that I love that I have found mm-hmm. out Eli also watched because it's a prime Eli show. Yes. Uh, I found my criminal minds, my uh, time wasting, my or as Patty says, my phone show, just a classic phone show. Uh, I started watching The Mentalist this week, mm-hmm. and it is it is a perfect bad show. Like, just if if you don't know the premise, it's uh. It's psychic crime show, just like the you're straightforward, you're psych, you're a detective consultant guy who has uh, secret powers. I and, thought he was uh, just very observant. He, can, he, he is. actually is a psychic? Well, He's so he worked as a psychic, but admits he was a fraud. Like he was just, mm. he's just like good at sort of con stuff because he's like yeah. very observant. He's like John uh, Edward. He's like John Edward, yeah. He's like, and he's like very good at manipulating people, and uh, yeah. So, but then, like everything in the show is like, I can't believe it's real. Like, his name is Patrick Jane, which is perfect. 
uh, the serial killer who killed his family, which is why he got into solving crimes because yeah. the serial Ooh, killer killed his that. family. Uh, the serial killer's name is Red John. I just feel like this is all like. Yeah, I, the serial I, killer name is awful. It's a real airplane, airplane like airport book name. Red John. I just feel like it's they all have like the most network TV names possible. Like Patrick, your crime psychic Patrick Jane. Like, come on, that's <laughs> isn't that's insane. Isn't and isn't Red John? I haven't watched it in a while. Forgive me. Uh, isn't Red John's signature like laughably straightforward? Yeah, like, it's the, a smile. It's a smiley face in blood. Yeah, that's so his they, signature. Like, like they'll walk into every once in a while when they need to juice the main storyline. <clears throat> they'll find some crime and walk in and be like, we think this might be Red John. And then they show like a giant smiley face in blood. You're like, yeah, it's probably him. <laughs> He's the only one who does that. It's um, so, it's <clears throat> so dumb. It's like, it's extremely formulaic, but like very entertaining. Um, but like the main, the main reason I like watching it is because Simon Baker, the main guy is just extremely handsome to the point where like, the show kind of doesn't make sense because people treat him like a normal person. And it's like this, like people are always asking him for his credentials and stuff. Cause he's not really a detective. And it's like, no one would ask a man this handsome for his credentials. Like that wouldn't happen in real life. He people wears, just be like, this guy must know what he's doing. Cause he's very handsome. He also sort of looks like he wears his own show clothes on that show. He wears a lot of like three piece suits with no tie and like yes weird little like boots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He wears three piece suits with no tie. His hair is always like very complicated and perfect, and yeah. uh, it's like literally I've watched probably like ten episodes and it was like bothering me that no one had commented on the fact that he was very handsome. Like there's like a whole subplot where someone bets him that he can't uh, seduce a person and it's like yes he can it's this isn't even about him that's being just a bad bet yeah come on <laughs> this isn't even about him being like good at manipulating people it's like people just tell people just confess to him because he's hot like he just gets false confessions from people because people just open up to him that's the, yeah the thing. it's because it, it's a lot of his like psychic crimes are just like uh psychic crimes. <laughs> he's like he just gets people to like okay look like I'm going to hold your hand to check your pulse and you have to maintain eye contact with me. It's like, like if that guy did that to me, I would confess to anything he wanted me to. Like, it's not even about him being like good at, at psychic shit. Like it's, it's incredibly stupid. Um, but I, I have really enjoyed it. Well, you mentioned because you're like, Oh, it's like, psych. you know, that psych has like big beef with the mentalist because psych was yeah. around before the mentalist and in psych which is a very good show honestly if anybody needs a show to watch during quarantine there's like a bunch of seasons it's very good um they call it out in the show like yeah at, after the mentalist came out the 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 frequently at least a couple times the main, james roday or whatever like he'll go up to somebody and explain what he does and they go oh like the mentalist and he goes yes almost exactly like the mentalist <laughs> like yeah. they really are mad about it um, I I kind of can't blame them. It's pretty much the same show. Yeah. It's like basically the same. It's just that uh, it's, it's on a, a network uh, instead of cable. So yeah. it's like even stupider, I would say. I don't and know even how much more formulaic. I don't know how much you can lay claim to it. It's basically like what if it's like Sherlock Holmes, but people think he's a witch because he's like so good <laughs> at deducing. Is pretty well, that's much what it. I mean. Like it is. It's just everything about it is so a perfect network show like it's mm-hmm. such it's so uh 
like if it didn't exist, people would have to will it into existence. Like yeah. it, it just was about it was bound to happen at some point. You you, um, you get it. People get it. That's why it's like people are like with criminal minds are like, You think criminal minds is good? And I'm like, No, I don't think it's good. This isn't an argument I need to have. Like it's just a show that I watch. D- yeah, define like, good. Like people have it this hits binary the spot. where they're like, Do you think it should win an Emmy or do you hate the show? And I'm like, There's a middle ground where I just watch it. Like I don't give a shit about it. It's but. look. There's a lot of time to fill on television, and, and in uh, life, and in life, especially now in life. And yeah. uh, I, for life, one, am very grateful. A lot of time that. to fill. <laughs> My new uh, catchphrase. It's, it's, it's weird to like think of. I've only I've never seen Mentalist. I, I, the only thing I can think of that I've seen Simon Baker in is Margin Call, which is a fantastic movie about like yeah, the, I love before that movie. the financial crisis, and it's like. Uh, it has. It's just. It's great. Um, everyone in it's great. Um, Kevin Spacey in movie. it, which is which is unfortunate, but um, uh, it's like there's a the Jeremy Irons is in it for a while. But anyway, Simon Baker plays like a shark, like killer, like MD or whatever level he's at. But he's like a high level executive who is just like shows up looking perfect at six a.m. for this like meeting about the mm-hmm. world about to end the next day or you know, as soon as the bell you know hits in the morning. But like, I just think of a scene where he's like shaving in the bathroom. And like uh, Penn Badgley is like a junior associate or something, you know, a guy who's like a first year investment banker or whatever. And like he realizes that he's like, you know, the world's going to end and he's never got rich and, you know, whatever. And uh, he comes out and he's like been crying in this stall kind of. And he's like, he's like next to him in the mirror. And he's like, this is the only thing I ever wanted to be. And Simon Baker's just kind of like, Really? And that's it. And it's just very like, oh, like, yeah. Just he's sends kind him of, deeper into the spiral. Well, he's, he's just like, he's just like, like, la- complete lack of empathy. He's like too hot and successful to like care. Like what? Like, you know, like what? You have a problem? I don't understand what that means. Like, he's the kind yeah. of good looking where like you'd think they'd like start playing it for laughs on the show. Yeah. Right. Like, that's why I'm so like normally it's like it's a different level than normal television where it's just like yes it's television everyone is hot like of course it's like this guy is so good looking why aren't why aren't people just constantly going like whoa when he walks into a room like it doesn't make sense he kind of looks like michelangelo's david i'm not even lying (laughs) 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 he really like if a blind person felt his face they'd be like is this a statue (laughs) he's just very eerily handsome he's yeah he looks like um he looks like john smith in the disney pocahontas like that's what he looks like to me looks like an action Um, figure yeah he's just a like hot australian man um yeah, well, with it's, like it's, perfect hair. It's and part it's, of the wave of Australians that are just like devastating whatever American masculinity <laughs> was. You know, it's like, nope, we got Hemsworth, we got this guy. Uh, yeah. We even have the lesser ones like uh, Jay Courtney or Jai Courtney, whatever you pronounce it, and uh, oh, yeah. the guy from Avatar. It's like they're all coming in, they're taking all our jobs. I would like to say, because I did, I looked it up uh, when I started watching the show, and uh, shout out to Simon Baker, who has a very attractive, very age-appropriate wife who he's been married to for 20 years. I, like, always happy when uh, someone that hot is and famous is married to someone their own age. That's, like, (laughs) always good. (laughs) Made me very happy to see that. I just watched uh, um, Freaky. On, uh, what was it? I guess it would have been on Friday. We yeah, watched you it Thursday text night. and you're like, I'm about to watch Freaky, and I thought you meant Freaky Friday. I was like, yeah. all right. <laughs> just just abbreviating it. <laughs> yeah. Abbreviating it the- like it's like you're the producer of it, and it's bu- it's like I really losing money. 
I was like, yeah. does Patty love Freaky Friday? Is this like his <laughs> cover Freaky watch? Friday. Uh, either either of them. I think there were two, <laughs> Both, right? Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, no, this is um, it's like it's like free, I mean that's why it's called Freaky, but it's Freaky Friday. But like uh, Vince Vaughn is like a serial killer, and he and he stabs uh, a teenage girl with this like Incan dagger, and they switch personalities or you know whatever. Hell yeah. and it's like is it good? It's it's really fun, like high concept, well executed. Uh, horror comedy, kind of like like I really liked Happy Death Day. I know some people probably hated that movie, but I uh, like I, I only can't saw the second kind of one, shit. which I've heard. Is well, the second wrong one is way not as good that. as the first one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the second one was. Vince terrible. Vaughn is a really good. Um, I like him as like a villain a lot. Yeah, I think he's very yeah. good at playing. He was very good in that old movie Clay Pigeons with Joaquin Phoenix, where he played a serial killer. Well, so so that's that, that's the thing we kept thinking because like, he's the only recognizable. I mean, actually, Alan Ruck shows up as a teacher, but um, he uh, it's like everyone just like being like. Is that Vince Vaughn? Because they have like a drawing of the killer. <laughs> Classic. Just like the stupidest way to interpret a, like, a movie or a TV show that has like one famous person in it is like right. is that Vince Vaughn. It's yeah. like, no, it's well, a it's, guy in the thing. It's extremely funny if they put out like a police sketch and everyone's like, "That's Vince Vaughn." <laughs> like it's yeah. so clear. Just like, everyone like, flooding the tip line. Like, yeah, that's Vince Vaughn. Like, Hollywood's like, Vince Vaughn, and he's like six eight or whatever, and yeah. he's like. He's like, you, you, you can tell this guy used to be really handsome, but he's like, you know, like 20 years ago, but he's kind of like, you know, he's still good looking, but he's kind of yeah. settling into middle age. He's been eating a lot of yeah, high Vince sodium Vaughn. foods. It's not, you know. Yeah. It's sort of yeah, it's Vaughn. Vaughn. comfortable. It's Vince Vaughn. It's really, it's like, he's really good. He doesn't like overplay, at least in my opinion, the whole like, he's a teenage girl. Like there's a little bit of it, but like it, it's clear. Apparently like they had her shoot a bunch of scenes and then he would watch the tape to like see how she would do it to not be like kind of a little oh, tough, that's you know? so it's it's like you could see 10 years actor. ago it would be made terribly and yeah. it's young, so the young the young actor is like doing a Vince Vaughn impression because that by itself sounds super fun to watch no <laughs> that they also that, that, could be really funny the yeah. thing they do the is like he, do, he doesn't talk he, he doesn't talk <laughs> at all he's basically like jason for the like the first time you see him like the opening scene is him like you know like whatever like him being a killer so he doesn't talk at all and then they switch and he doesn't really talk he only talks when it's like necessary like for him to like do things as the girl but otherwise he's just very menacing but in a teenage girl's body so not really as effective as when you're vince vaughn so it's it's great it would have been so funny if it was a true jason situation and like they switch personalities and then she just turns into a like a teenage girl that wears a hockey mask and like a yeah. jumpsuit and like doesn't is just like carrying a knife all the time everyone's like hey uh britney seems weird lately yeah. <laughs> have you noticed she's i mean it's like it's, it's funny because like she's like uh she's like very made up to be dowdy as much as you can like a girl who's gonna play a lead in a movie like this who would mm-hmm. also be like the hottest girl at the school like get the fuck out sure, of here yeah. you know but like She's like the like nobody notices her. She's like a wallflower or whatever. And then like Vince Vaughn like puts her hair in a ponytail and wears like a red leather jacket and everyone's like, "Holy shit, yeah. is she hot? What's going on?" <laughs> oh, I'm just in, imagining the like the like glasses removal scene but with the Halloween themes like ch 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 Right, like, like, take well, you're hot now, and then also she like impales the person on like a yeah, exactly. Oh, Being wow, a murderer right. is pretty hot. Pretty. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Who are we That's to right. deny that? Remember that episode of the Simple Life where Paris Hilton murdered <laughs> that was one of the jobs they got with serial killer Somebody else was hitman <laughs> all right i remember the simple life okay i don't yeah. remember the hitman episode oh, the yeah. only thing i remember well, about the simple life which i never saw but i remember they stayed with kesha's family at some point was yes they did that was that strange. was happening yeah. at the same time i thought those were it, very it, different was she wasn't kesha wasn't famous yet. oh it's like yeah. when and lady gaga was on boiling points 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And in The Sopranos. She's in The Sopranos? Anyway, she is in The Sopranos. We should do numbers. True. She was Meadow Soprano. Number five. <laughs> Few people know. It's like how Marilyn Manson was in The Wonder Years. That's right. Few people know. Um, number five. Uh Today, this begins our uh, Siberia block. We have a lot of news from Siberia. The ice this week. block from the Siberia. The ice block. The Siberian ice cube. Oh, uh, that motherfucker. True. <laughs> exactly. Um, I think these are actually from the same town, weirdly enough. Uh, this is uh, Russia's third largest city, uh, Novoskobirsk. Um, the uh, a former police chief there has been convicted for accepting bribes uh, in no- Novosibirsk, and uh, <laughs> apparently these bribes came in the form of uh, kinkali, which is a type of Georgian dumpling. Um, there are pictures of kinkali on this news uh, page, and I want to eat them so badly. They look so good. What's in them? Um, like beets. I think I think I think meat. Um, I think they're like a you know a, a classic like a pierogi kind of deal, mm-hmm. uh, but from Georgia. Um, they look like little purses. They're they look really fucking good. Um, I just want you to describe yes. dumplings visually for like five minutes. <laughs> they're like little purses. It's like a oh god, <laughs> little they're burlap just like sack perfectly full of meat. little crimped, and they yeah they they look great. Um, but yeah, so this guy, uh, another name I get to pronounce, Alexander Grashchenkov. Um, he was basically running a protection racket where he was paid in free food. That's that was the racket. Um, what if the he, what if the store didn't make the dumplings? Was that still the only currency he'd accept the bribe in? If you were like an electronic <laughs> store, they'd be like, "He's like, you need to give me dumplings. I don't <laughs> yeah. care how you get them yep. or how you make them, but that's all I take." All right, man, it's cheaper than our stuff. <laughs> yeah. He's like, un- that's they're untraceable. True, yeah. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> that's how they caught him as he bit into one and it was filled with an ink pack, <laughs> just like exploded all over his face. His <laughs> traceable dumplings. Yeah, they leave, they leave, he leaves two dumplings on the vault floor, like the Joker in Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. On the tracers. Do those dumplings have sequential serial numbers, sir? It is a problem. You need to. Uh, you can enter your dumplings into the the website tracker that tells you where they've been if you have their serial numbers. The dumpling base, and then, uh, yeah, the dumpling base, and there's like a stamp on it that tells you that it's in the dumpling base. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I guess I don't know how they. I don't know how they got him, but. Uh, they he racked up over seven hundred dollars worth of meals um, from a local cafe in exchange for turning a blind eye to the entrepreneur's rent violations. Which, I mean, he wasn't the landlord, so it's not a perfect situation. But I still feel like they're basically just paying their rent in dumplings, right? Like that's it's that's what's a happening. Return to there. the barter system. It's it's fine. Yeah, it would have been really funny. It seems if- fine to me. It would have been really funny if their violations had been like like terrible health code violations, and he was still accepting bribes of these like super gross, <laughs> fucked up dumplings, just like getting sick every single time he ate the bribe. Um, apparently, they initially expe- uh, suspected him of eating twenty six hundred dollars worth of dumplings, but they eventually lowered lowered the charge. Um, I don't know how expensive these are, but yeah, 2,600 dumplings. How many, if you had to put a, put a number on the, what is the price of all of the dumplings you've eaten in your life put together? Do you think? But there's dumplings are like all over the place price wise. 
Finesse's yeah. versus like one of these places that charges like 10 bucks for dumplings. This is way too much math. Um, I don't know. <laughs> my answer is I don't know. I don't. Yeah, my mine's going to be mostly shumai probably. Um, mm-hmm. I like a pot sticker. I don't know. I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't have a good answer. Um, I, could s- I think I'm... I think I'm going to say I've probably eaten $5,000 worth of dumplings in my life. I would. I think just simplify it to how many dumplings have you had and then worry about the money later. <laughs> okay. What do you, what's your estimate there? Maybe like 2,000. 2,000? Is that high-low? I don't – I eat dumplings a lot. Also, it depends too, on whether it's, we're it's, – whether we're counting like are we counting pierogies? Are we counting – ravioli no. like what are we counting no don't i think we count pierogies don't, don't get into this ravioli. hot dog as a sandwich fake argument n- nonsense this is this isn't a th- i think you can make a good argument that a pierogi and a ravioli are both dumplings i don't think this is a fake argument. they're arguments designed to have an argument they don't have to clarify anything that's my thoughts on that's all of my thoughts on those but like dumplings that are listed on the menu that i ordered them from as dumplings as specifically as dumplings, dumplings okay. or under subheading, so we're, but we're counting we're counting shumai and stuff like that. Yeah, those are still okay. like you know the steam dumplings. I feel like two thousand. I don't know. I mean, I when orders usually six to eight, and I haven't eaten more than one order in a day. I don't think. Um, how many days? So then you it's like how every many day. days in my life. <laughs> I mean, I could eat dumplings. I also when I wa- like when I saw old boy, old boy, and an old boy, the only thing he eats is dumplings. You know. I was like, if I had, if they had to choose any food for that, I would probably choose dumplings. Like, I was like, that doesn't seem, I could do that. I could do the old boy diet, Dump, only dumplings every day. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm like basically already on that diet. I have a huge thing of frozen dumplings in my yeah. freezer. Like not a problem. I think that was one of the, absolutely. one of the, one of the few kind things they did for old boy was to give him <laughs> like, like hot dumplings instead of like, you know, a fucking dish of peas or whatever, like gruel and meatloaf. A dish of peas. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, imagine when they slide that, you know, in the little grate at the bottom of the door of someone yeah. in prison. Peas are going to roll off the plate. The peas roll yeah, off the plate and then they're ruined. Yeah, you can't. You can't have that. You can't that, eat. Is, that is truly cruel to, to to roll a plate of peas under the door and so all the peas <laughs> fall off the plate. Yeah. Even if the peas stayed on the plate, that's not a good meal. But now you got to eat them off the floor. Yeah. That's, not, that's not good. And the three second rule doesn't apply in a, uh, a dank dungeon you can't eat anything oh yeah no floor. dungeon dungeon it's a zero second rule you got no time it's immediately contaminated mm-hmm. um i will say i feel like most of the places i get dumplings from the dumplings were uh, probably essentially made in conditions not unlike a dungeon yeah so and yet still delicious well you used Don't to go care. to prosperity and that was the one that i mean they were being made on stone floors with rats running around that's like 90 yep. percent of a dungeon I still miss them every day. I can't believe they closed it. Prosperity Dumpling on Eldridge, the best dumpling place in New York. Look, we're all eating rat poop all the time anyway. We live here. I'm not. Not me. I never eat yeah, rat I was poop. I say, I don't know. I don't know if I am. Kath <laughs> I, is eating I, rat poop out of a big bag that says rat poop on it every day. <laughs> I just, it's, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I thought they were good. Uh, you get what you pay for. They were like five for a dollar. I didn't think they were being made in, uh, you know, the most sterile conditions. Yeah. This is not a Michelin star restaurant. Mm-hmm. 
bring it back bring it back i will say that this is this is 100 percent why i will get the coronavirus vaccine immediately and volunteered to have it tested on me because it's like i'll eat dumplings from an alley i can't be like <laughs> oh, i'm worried about what's being put in my body like i'm not i i lost that uh that privilege to be like my body is a temple i yeah. put alley dumplings in it all the time it's yeah. I think I saw some tweeter story about it. It's like it's like I don't know how I feel about for the vaccine. It's like people who do ketamine twice a week. Like <laughs> right. It's just like, and not even. Do you like, know how many research chemicals I did in college? Like I can't. I can't be like, oh no, yeah. it's uh, we don't have complete findings on like, it. Like everybody yeah, signed I, up for <laughs> studies in college to make fifty dollars, but now they don't trust like a national <laughs> vaccine. They're like, I did some sort of sleep uh, medication, and yeah, it turned out I couldn't sleep for two weeks. I was awake for. Uh, 1,000 hours, but if you've ever found a pill on the ground and taken it, you can't say you won't get the vaccine. Mm. It's you; those things are not uh, compatible beliefs. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, speaking of rats, do we want to address this uh, this issue? Um, oh, oh, right. right. We, yeah. Wanna... The the great debate part two. Yeah. Uh, Pitch right, it so to us, two... Patty. Well, there were two. I, I actually didn't read the things. I just saw, but but there were two. Two different things that happened with rats in, I guess, in New York, um, and one was a bunch of rats fell out of the like fell through the ceiling onto somebody, and the other one was a guy fell through a grate or something into like a rat. We pit. covered the second one. We covered the rat pit. Mm-hmm. The guy's name was Leonard Shoulders. Oh, I'll that's never right. forget. Okay, that's right. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, uh, then there was a ceiling. I guess these are two different lawsuits going on. Yeah. Um, so basically, would you prefer to be Leonard Shoulders or the guy who had the rats fall <laughs> well, out? Well, that's not fair because everyone would prefer to be Leonard Shoulders. I'd love to yeah. be Leonard Shoulders. I mean, me and Kath have made our opinions clear on Twitter. Patty, you're really the, the tie-breaking vote. Or do we both make our case and then Patty is the airbutt of this situation and chooses I, which of us to run I to? I do feel like I, I held back a little because I wanted to save it for the show. And also now I don't have a Twitter anymore right now. So... <laughs> There is no record of my of my beliefs. Kath was but, that uh, wrong. They deleted her account. <laughs> Eli texted me and was like, "Did you delete your Twitter because of the rat argument?" <laughs> well, I just I did not. I just well, I didn't just want to be on Twitter anymore. When you, when you deactivate your Twitter, Twitter doesn't like clarify that at all. It, it just, doesn't tell you. It yeah. just says like it doesn't. It, it says she left because of the rat thing. So <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like you know how when someone blocks you on Twitter and uh, you go to their page and it's like this person has blocked you and there you can click a link that says learn more and it like <laughs> tells you what it's just is. to learn about blocking <laughs> yeah. but it makes it seem like it's going to give you a <laughs> Tell reason. You why. I feel <laughs> I feel like if you deactivate your Twitter, you yeah. should be able to leave like an away message this, of like it's because of the rat thing. <laughs> This person has blocked you and left you a message detailing why. <laughs> Click to open. It's like, oh, geez. Eat my shit, bitch. God damn it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but no, so the rat the rat thing, um, my initial reaction to this, would you rather have a ceiling full of rats fall on you or fall into a rat pit? Um, I was envision- envisioning this taking place like in my home. And so my first thought was like, I'd rather fall into a rat pit then have my ceiling collapse and have like a bunch of rats running around my room. Because if you fall into a rat pit, you then, once you leave the pit, it's no longer a problem. an issue. It's no longer your problem. Um, a lot of people were like freaking, a lot of people were like, the rat pit is worse because you might squish the rats, yeah, which I to me is not. Which I think you 
people weren't taking into I, account. I just don't think that's as bad as like having a bunch of rats fall on your head. Well, you still like, have rats all over you. You can make the I other mean, rat mad. The other rats are going to be pissed well, off. Here's, like, come on, man. Here's my thought on the pit. I, I guess if you think it's your apartment, but A, yeah, this squish, which is not great. It's not great. But also, I don't love it. So my thing is that if they fall through the ceiling and hit you, it's going to be bad, but they're probably... The rats are scared in either one. They're just going to scatter. But the worst yeah. thing about the pit is that you're trying to get out of the pit, but also the rats are trying to get out of the pit. So the rats are going to be climbing up you to try to get out of the pit. And so they're going to be I like guess, trying to get. They're going to be all over you. You are. You I become a path for them if it's a pit. Mm, I think there's a lot of um, variables here of like the nature of the pit and the nature of the, the nature ceiling of the to like be able to figure out which is worse. And I think some some variables make one worse over the other. I do think if I'm not like in my home. Uh, Rat pit is definitely worse because it's like if I'm just like out somewhere and a bunch of rats fall through the ceiling, I just leave and then it's no longer my problem and that's fine. I, I think rat ceiling is like a really really bad day. Rat pit is like possible therapy. Like that's like you may have to get professional help from that. The rat ceiling, you're just like, oh fucking come on. You're like not today. You probably have had a really bad day already. I also think, though, there is, like, this lingering existential horror. If, again, if you're in your house and you're ra- a rat seal in the ceiling collapses because of all the rats, then you have, like, this horrible realization that above you, for, like, your whole life, there have been hundreds of rats scurrying around up there. And, like, oh. that, to me, is very upsetting. There are rats in that, your walls 100%. Bummer. In everybody's but like, walls. I don't have to think about them, and they don't reach critical mass, and that is important. To when me. they just uh, too much for the ceiling and fall through, but yeah, Patty, what do you what do you think? We've made our cases. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I do think the distinction of whether it's your home or not is a, is a big one. Um, <laughs> uh, I will say that the rat pit is sort of being given short shrift in terms of how horrible it would be. Obviously, no one here has read. Or seen the film based on the Stephen King short story Graveyard Shift, which is about a bunch of rats. Isn't there a uh, Poe where great. someone gets ratted up too? An um, Edgar Allan Poe story? In well, uh, the 1984, one. they put a cage on his head and put a rat in it. Mm. That happened. Which is very similar to what's going on now on social media with censorship mm-hmm, yes. as well. <laughs> um, that's my understanding. Or that's Wellian. exactly, yeah. No, it's a perfect analogy. Is yeah. uh, That's what they mean is yeah. Twitter is like having a rat in a cage around your head. Yeah. All like, the time. I, I'm sure that, you know, like uh, a lot of them, a lot of people use it correctly, but like to me, like or, saying something is Orwellian is like an immediate, like, moron indicator. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I can't. <laughs> it's a level of like God It's for people law. who. It's for people who know it's dumb to say that it's like idiocracy, but who don't have like a better reference point. Well, this is just like 1984. They wouldn't let him post about the. Yeah, it's like it's, okay, that's not all right. It's yeah. just 1984 also was about being shadow banned. Yeah, like it, it's so <laughs> unnecessary to say Orwellian because it's not like it's not like such a unique situation that there isn't. There's plenty of words and vocabulary for being like yeah, government overreach. Like to be like ah oh, totalitarian. It's like, yeah. Oh, look at Book Boy over here. We got the Book goddamn boy. Um, summer reading list. So, so the rats, uh, you know, back to the um, rats. Back to the rats. I, I think, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to have to think about there being. I mean, I, I occasionally hear. I think everybody has. You know, you hear like some. Well, everybody in New York, anyway. Maybe you hear like a little scrabbling sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, in your walls or your. You know, and it's kind of like, oh well, that's. I don't want to. Yeah. Th- I'll forget about that as soon as it's gone. Uh, I don't want to. <laughs> um, it's not an ideal situation uh, that you, um, you know, want to have to be confronted with. But I mean, if it's like a full, like you're in a pit and like you're not able to get above the pit, you know, like. Like if you're not, like if your head's not like a clear of the rats, I think I got to go with the ceiling just because. Uh, yeah, you can also just like get up and leave that scenario as well. Yeah, um, you could just move. I know. So I know someone said the rats might cling, uh, but like you could shake them off and get out of there uh, and just like you know call an exterminator or whatever and figure it out. As opposed to, um, yeah, like stepping on some, startling and or pissing off other ones. Um, <laughs> They're all going to try to get in your mouth as revenge, as we all know. That's yes. the classic move. Um, so yeah, I think it's. Uh, uh, I think I think I'm going to go with go with ceiling. As, I think that's that's yeah. Uh, as as someone who has accidentally stepped on a mouse before, I would uh, I would I would really say that you're underestimating how how visceral and awful it is. <laughs> it's, I've I've stepped on uh, I stepped on a chipmunk once. It's oh no, yeah, <laughs> that one's cuter. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know it was really sad. Well, I was I was in my I was like growing up, uh, running around my neighborhood and just intersected with a chipmunk. And uh, well, for, not if great. we're gonna get into uh, we're going to battle. They climb up my little leg. I was uh, <laughs> I was <laughs> they did know, not. I was barefoot when I did it. <laughs> Ah, no! I didn't crush I it. Say, I like. I was like walking around my apartment. It was my old apartment. Ah, I was in your apartment. And one a mouse had died, I guess. And I like put my foot down. I didn't crush it. I like touched it, and it was one of those weird things where like, even though I've never done that before, you knew what it was immediately. Like I was exactly like, oh. it was, yeah. like it was like when I broke my collarbone for some reason. Like I, I broke my collarbone and I sat up and I went, I just broke my collarbone because I was like, this is I just some like part of my brain knows what that feels like. And I was like, I started to press down on it. And I was like, mm, this is some sort of little corpse. Uh, but yeah, sorry for everybody. Who's, you know, at least everyone's at home, so no one had to like dry heave on the subway hearing that. One time, yeah. uh, I so when I was growing up, we had a cat. Um, an outdoor cat who liked to hunt things mm-hmm. and um, occasionally bring them back to us as presents. Oh, yeah. And I remember one time I um, my, I was I was a little kid and my dad was reading to me and I was like lying in bed and I was playing with this like cardboard box or something and I like tipped it toward my face and a dead mouse head <laughs> rolled onto my face. <laughs> and... Also, yeah, were you was... also a cat playing with an empty cardboard box? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know why I was like messing with this cardboard box when my dad was reading Lord of the Rings to me. But it's a very vivid memory of then a mouse head, just the head. Don't know where the body was, just rolling onto my face. Oh. Uh, that was cool. That was very nice. I enjoyed that. Yeah, we used to. Have, our, our old cat used to do Sub-optimal. that. Suboptimal. Bring bring the little trophies. No good. Mm. My our cat used to bring them and put them under the carpet, so you would step on them without knowing <laughs> what they were, and then be like, "Oh yeah, that was a yeah. bird." Whoops. Will, Willie Willie does that with uh, dried out frogs. It's not really even, he doesn't kill them. He just like finds he just finds them, them in their presence. Yeah, because because they'll go for they'll go for walks and like he's very good at like getting something and then just 
you'll notice he's like not panting anymore, and he just like he just mm-hmm. like very like sneakily just has something. Like one time he had like a he big like rock. cheeks it's it like, like a somebody not taking their medication <laughs> right. in a mental it's hospital. It's like what do you want with a big rock? Like what is <laughs> he's, that? He's for? packing like, a lip of the... dry frog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my mom will have to be like, all right, open. What is what's going on? Give me the thing. You know, and, and, and because it's, like, it's oh, Florida, cool. it's always something horrible. It's right. always like a fucking yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure the, the rock was in Connecticut. Everything else, everything in Florida has been. Uh, yeah, animal, animal, some kind of dried up animal that couldn't get to water yeah. before it got too hot or whatever. That's the that yeah. was part of dog walking because like when a dog like decides that something is like their little treasure, it's fucking impossible to get it out of their mouth, and it's like you end up like on a street in Brooklyn having like an argument with a dog about like a value where you're like it's a chicken bone there's thousands of them please i truly did back. not realize how many chicken bones there are on yeah. the streets of new york city until i started walking dogs it's it is unbelievable crazy. yeah it is a chicken graveyard out there mm. it is crazy it's true we should move on by the way we are still on number five and it's been <laughs> yeah. 40 minutes <laughs> we had rat talk chickens if if the chickens did. didn't want that, they shouldn't have fucked with us, all right? That's how it's it true. That's, that's what happens. They shouldn't have been so tasty to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Be less delicious, chickens. Number four. Number four. Uh, also, uh, Novosibirsk. Uh, Everybody in, but in, me uh, has to struggle with it. Siberia. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, the mayor of the... It's the capital of Siberia. Um, the mayor of the town... Uh, I had to um, defend, I guess, for the the second year in a row. Now they have an ice skating rink, I guess, kind of in the, um, the well, they call it the main skating rink. I guess it's like you know, in like a public space, whatever, you know, like a nice thing to have. Um, and it's shaped uh, kind of uh, like a like a dick and balls, I guess, is the best way to describe it. Um, it's got a base that's kind of. Um, uh, you know, wide and kind of, uh, and then it has a thing coming up from it that's got a round end, and there's like a kind of like a median in the in the dick part that um, I guess because that's like a track to go around, sort of. But it's connected to the sort of general nice, you know, the balls skating balls. with your with your uh, uh, paramour, you know, situation. Dude, um, have you so, noticed uh, ice rink look like dick and balls? Is big yeah. problem. <laughs> Um, so he said, uh, the authorities didn't consider the appearance, but purely wanted to maximize pleasure and make it large enough to enable a sporting element. Those are pleasure and sporting element are both quotes. So they asked him why it looked like a dick and he said, I had to make it large enough for pleasure. That's not, yeah, yeah. I mean, ob- obviously to that's maximize a tra- pleasure. <laughs> yeah. you know, that's a, that's bombs. a choice of how you, how to translate. Cause pleasure is obviously pleasure. in English, uh, uncomfortable and unsettling, but, um, <laughs> Yeah, you know, I mean, that's just, you know, it's it's just kind of like, it's also like, this is the way that the area is, you know, like, that's the space we had, because like, there's snow on courtyards, kind of, you know, like the the, the, the dick part is kind of, the, the way that you you see how the, the like, the, the square is set up, and we'll do a picture, I guess, on the, um, on the podcast, you know, when we share the story or whatever, but <laughs> Uh, it, it makes sense, given the way that the square is set up, it's just that, yeah, man, it looks like a... <laughs> It looks like it, it looks like a dick and balls. So the pro- the um, apparently, too, like they did it last year and they got owned for it last year, and they were just like, "Look, sorry, this is the best design for this. We have right. to do it so again." Like, 
Keep making fun of us. Enjoy your skating rink. It's for pleasure. So it's, so it's basically yeah. someone being like, being like, mayor, rink look like dick and balls. And then the mayor is like, town square look like dick and balls. No other option. <laughs> like, just like, yeah, pretty much. Our town look pretty like much, dick and yeah. balls. This is, you know. Also, I looked up. I went ice skating this week, actually. I did. I, I saw, had not been I in. I saw an Instagram story of it. You were, you yeah, were yeah, yeah. I went, I, went, I, I went ice skating in Prospect Park and, uh, I went with my friend and we neither one of us had done it in like a decade um immediately got on the ice and and remembered immediately that ice skating is very hard it's like it's not that hard to do but it's like very tiring it's like why is this this so hard (laughs) like oh this isn't like me leisurely um like walking along with my friend it's like we're both tired and they're playing r&b really loud and we can't talk to each other because it's like i too intense i like never went ice skating that much i think i only went when i was older and then found out that i'm like pretty good at ice skating but i it was past the point where i could do anything with it i was just like well cool i guess if i ever go ice skating again i'll be like i'm actually pretty good at this <laughs> but yeah it's like it's not hard like i can you get the hang of it and like I could go fast and stuff, but like I couldn't, I I didn't know how to stop, and uh, I couldn't go backwards or like do any of that. And like it mostly just like made us tired. Like we were like, oh, this is like actually relatively difficult. It's still this exercise, is not just like yeah. going for a walk. Yeah, it was like kind of, kind of hard. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I mean, good good pandemic activity though. Easy to do outside. Yeah. Everyone wore a mask. It was all right. I used to rollerblade uh, uh, when I was like a kid, and I think I still have a pair of like Majestic Twelves, the classic Rosies uh, from when people used to like skate, where you get like the plates to grind. Oh and, yeah! Before before they invented the joke that it looked gay and ruined the whole yeah. sport. Yeah. Someone called somebody a fruit like, and then the whole fucking industry collapsed. Like, yeah. I think, like I think the I think the Majestics were like they're, they're like for like roller hockey, but then they got repurposed as like you know grinding on curbs and stuff and rails. Yeah. And uh, but like I think from what I remember, ice skating is obviously similar. You know, it's the same like sort of shape and all that stuff. But yeah, I haven't I haven't I have to say I haven't ice skated in. I couldn't tell you, but I used to go. There was an there was an ice skating rink like a couple towns over that we used to go to when I was in high school. That was like a place that used to obviously host hockey games and stuff. It's called, the, I think it's called the Wonderland of Ice. I believe that, that is sounds like an ice rink. Uh, it's very ice rink. Yeah. Some sort of uh, Wonderland type thing. Yeah, it's still there. Apparently, it's still there. So that's cool. Bridgeport, Connecticut. Uh, but um, uh, yeah, uh, ice skating is is fun. I've not done it anywhere in in quite some time. I also was <laughs> when I was a little kid, I took ice skating lessons. And I randomly ended up on the front page of what was then the Bridgeport Post, now the Connecticut Post. <laughs> uh, Just you, little Patty, ice skating? Yeah, like not like boy take, ice skates. Yeah, let's be, let's be clear: ice skating, not figure skating. I wasn't like in like a you know sure uh, town's favorite no, like boy a, I, ice skates. I was in like a I was in like a cool purple like you know um, one of those like LL Bean like yeah. jackets that has like the fleece on the inside mm-hmm. and, the, and, the, and then and then a uh, one of my prized possessions, which was a black planet hollywood hat where the logo was like shiny silver thread from when my parents that is extremely on brand the only way it'd be more on brand is if it was signed by like a character actor it was like a planet hollywood well it would have been signed at that point it's when planet hollywood was was like was like the next big thing so it would have been signed by like arnold schwarzenegger or bruce willis or sylvester stallone like all these like huge celebrities like were part owners of planet hollywood Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it was like a big like uh what, you know, because they were trying to make like, the new hard on, rock cafe. 
why were you on the cover? Just like here's some local color from Cause, yeah, because like photojournalism, like that's what like like you know small. It's not that small a town or anything, you know. But like yeah, like local photojournalism is just like sometimes you just like <laughs> go to stuff and get a good picture and like they wanted to, they yeah, wanted like a little you know, local flavor of a, of a young boy ice skating. Patty was looking particularly good. And they got a picture of yeah. them. They're like, look at this little man, the LL Bean in the Planet Hollywood hat with a silver thread. Let's it's, snap a photo. It's probably in, like, it's, there was obviously a framed one on our oh, wall yeah. at one, uh, mm-hmm. for my childhood. And, and it's, um, it's somewhere probably in storage um, now because uh, my parents don't live in the house I grew up in anymore. And it's not in the, in the apartment they have now. So I don't know where it is. I would like to find it. Is there um, internet I have one of, of those the, of the story? I mean, they probably do. I, I don't know how you'd search. I mean, who knows? Local news, like, I don't know what their archive situation mm-hmm. is like. It's probably not great, Microfiche. especially since they changed ownership and stuff. My parents have one of those in our house of the time when I was a little kid. I was in the newspaper, and it's a picture of me and my friend, and we're sitting um, we're, we're sitting on, like, the state house lawn, like, a, on the, at the base of, like, a statue, and mm-hmm. uh, we're, we're both eating bags of popcorn, and uh, mm-hmm. I am looking into his bag of popcorn because I have eaten all of mine and now want to eat his. <laughs> that's, that was what was in the newspaper when I was like five years old. <laughs> yeah, it's an absolute own, and now it's on my wall. And uh, when I go to my parents' house, I look at yeah. it and go, yeah, that's pretty much how I've always been, I guess. <laughs> As a, yeah, my, there's one of my there's one of my sister in our town paper, too, that's like she was working on like a craft at like a fair or something. And, you know, and she, her, it's her like when she was like maybe five working on like a flower pot or something. So it's yeah. kind of like, yeah. It's, but that's like the way that like, I mean, small town stuff, you know, apparently now like there was a really depressing thing from somebody in Arizona who like got chased out of a like kids like baseball tournament or something <laughs> by like sicko like MAGA parents right. who were like, who are you? Why are you taking pictures of our children? Like, you know, what are you? Oh sick? my God. You know? Yeah. And, and it's, it's like, just Jesus. some newspaper person. Just like this used to, like kids used to like that used to be like a, you know, like, oh fun. I'm in the paper. You it know was what cute. I mean? Like, it's, yeah. like, like, it's like, you know, that's just yeah. that really, that really bummed me out. Cause I thought about that and it's like, yeah, it was like a fun thing that I was in the news. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. like, I don't know. Anyway. I didn't get much chance. So I would have loved for a picture of me. Yeah, like the, you're in the Washington yeah, Post. The front page of the Washington Post is me ice skating. <laughs> Local boy having a wonderful time. Uh, I think I might have been in it once when I went to the citywide spelling bee and then um, as part of like a Ooh. group. And then um, as I've mentioned on here before, my other newspaper appearance was in the Kids Post, which was an addition to the style section, right. and it was me at, uh, issuing a correction on something to do with the Sonic the Hedgehog. So that was my other <laughs> kind of fame. Did you, when you were in the spelling bee, what word did you lose? I on? saw. Okay, so I saw this on Twitter, and everybody. We we definitely need to keep, keep moving, but I saw this thing on Twitter, and everybody was like, you know, like what word did you get out on? And I was reading them. Everybody else just was fucking easy as shit. This was everyone was like, I got out on like. I'm trying to think of like what it would be like. Well, you got government. you got to the city one, so presumably you got past the school. Yeah, but I would see other people that were me. like, "Oh, I was at statewide, and the word I got out on was like potato chip." And I'm like, "What the fuck? How stupid are my the word I got out on?" Which I would like to hear either of you spell correctly is laburnum. L a b e r n u m. No. Wrong. Okay. Laburnum. L i b e r n u m. 
Can you, uh, can you use it in a sentence? I'll, Shelby, I'll do a finger and that means buzzer. Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> yes, because I remember the sentence that they gave me, which did more to just confuse me than to help me in any way, which was, uh, laburnum is a poisonous flower often used in Easter basket decorations. And then I was like, why the fuck are they putting poisonous flowers, flowers in Easter basket decorations? But no one has... Uh, I'm going to guess that it's spelled like uh, Bo Burnham, but with an L at the front instead. <laughs> I don't think you're... <laughs> I got buzzed, folks. How do you spell um, it? How do you spell and it? And this is insane. Okay, I think it's a Latin root, which it must be it. But also, like, the person who pronounced it, like, said it like they were like laburnum, and it was like, okay, it's L A B U R N U M, which is still very yeah. weird to me. Like, you'd really have to know that it was. I guess I could have asked for the root, anyways. I was closer than I would have thought. Yeah. I also feel like you're the reason you think other people are du- like. People have spelling bees at all different ages, so they're probably talking about like a younger age. Could have been. I think this was you. <laughs> this was, I believe, this would have been eighth grade. I think seventh or eighth grade. Yeah. yeah, like I, I did. I got to the citywide one in fifth grade, mm-hmm. and I got out on Grecian. Mm-hmm. I spelled it with two e's, and then immediately knew I was wrong. <laughs> and, I uh, was. I literally. Out. The half of the my spelling bee success I owe directly to Magic the Gathering because <laughs> it was like there'd be like here's a word kids won't know citadel and I'm like oh I've seen many <laughs> citadels in my <laughs> time yeah, citadel, um, yeah. I did the principal of my school did buy me chicken tenders and that was pretty cool <laughs> went to Cafe Deluxe Patty I don't know if you remember next to Cactus it's right next Cafe to Cactus Deluxe. Cantina Oh, word. Okay. Yeah. I never went there. But yeah, me and the other, me and the other uh, spelling bee person, the principal took us there and love bought to, us love to, love to drink underage. Give me some <laughs> let's, baby. let's do number yeah. three. <laughs> number three. Number three comes to us uh, from the AP. Um, this is in Marion, Ohio, and it is a story about uh, U.S. President Warren G. Hart, Warren G. Harding, which I hope we don't go more in depth into because my history is poor. Uh so this is a story where um, there's recently a guy who has been uh, trying to get uh, President Harding's remains exhumed in order to give them a DNA test to prove that he is a blood relation of President Warren Harding. Uh, he believes that uh, his mother was the daughtering, daughter of uh, Harding and like an illegitimate, you know, like a like an affair, an extramarital affair. Um and the judge has denied his request to exhume the body. And so far, this sounds like something that normal people would do. But the, the detail that I really like about this story is that uh, the family of Warren G. Harding has already told this guy, yeah, they've already confirmed. They're like, yeah, we, we are probably related to him. Like, they have, I don't think they're cutting him into the will or something, but they're like, yeah, you're probably his kid. We're cool with that. We acknowledge it. So that's what the judge says. The judge is just saying, like, uh, the judge says that it would be a unnecessary destruction of the memorial and grounds established to preserve the late president, uh, which, yeah, he's basically, like, why are you, we don't need to dig him up. There's no actual argument here at all. I feel like there's also a much easier way to do this, which, to, which is to just test the people who are his verified descendants mm-hmm. and see if you're related. This guy sounds like he really just wants to get his hands on that yeah, body. I don't think it has to skeleton. do with. 
He's just trying to get a skeleton, a president skeleton. I don't yeah. think it has to do with and genetic testing. That's how he found out because he, this is, I mean, I, I hate to say that this is how he found out because I feel like it's like a low-key ad. But it was an, fucking Ancestry.com and he did it and they were like, yeah, you have matched. We matched your DNA to two, Warren, two of Warren Harding's uh, descendants. Ancestry.com does DNA shit now? It has I this, thought they just did like a... Uh, it has a DNA testing family division. Family trees and stuff. Ancestry DNA. Mm. Um, so yeah, like... Have you guys ever done that? It's kind of a can of worms for me. <laughs> really, It's a mixture of A, I don't want to give my DNA, and then B, I don't know. Because it's... For me, my DNA testing is definitely not going to be my parents. So like... I don't know how much I want to know, sort of thing. Have you done yeah. it, Patty? I haven't done it. I have just general weird, yeah, privacy concerns, and also like, I don't really. If there's anything that I that's wrong, I don't really want to know it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Like, like you know, I'm good. Um, I've heard enough stories about people that find out that like, oh, it turns out like my you know my grandpa's not actually my grandpa or, yeah. or what, you yeah. know, whatever. It's like I'm good. I don't need no that. secret family. Yeah, I, 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 to be clear, I don't think any of that stuff is the case. I just yeah, it's like I don't right. need to. Don't need to know. I like I w- have not done it. Would not do it. But someone in my family did it, and we did find out that. Um, my I have a relative I think it's like a great great grandmother who was Jewish and pretended not to be during World War mm. II so it's kind of interesting mm. but like that not enough that I would give someone my DNA like it's, it's not that interesting yeah. <laughs> like I don't know if they do the, not, the disease testing but that's the it's like have you ever been to the doctor and you're do, doing a test and they ask if you want a different test for something that's way scarier and you're just like I feel like I have to say yes I'll pass. <laughs> I was like I mean is it bad <laughs> if I say no I don't want to know that it's a sort of that's a classic yeah. conundrum, to be honest. Now Warren G. Harding died while he was president, right? Like he is he's the one with the coat, right? No, that's William Henry Harrison, I, who who okay. wanted to look tough and died in like I a month because he got. Yeah. I have no I don't know anything about history. Is, is Harding is Harding the one who who got all the food showed up his ass? No, like that, that was that um, was like the way that. That was Richard Gere. <laughs> was that no, Garfield? Uh, yeah, Maybe. It was Garfield. Got shot, think, actually, they shoved right? whiskey and beef bouillon up his asshole to try to like feed yeah. him when he was. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then that was—he was the same one. He got—he got wrecked, dude. He had a bad—he had a—he got a real, dealt a real bad hand because he got shot. And then I think he was the same one where, like, uh, uh, who, one of the big inventors, I think Edison, invented like a metal detector to try to figure out where the bullet was. And he came and he was like, "Can I test for the bullet?" And they were like, "Yeah, we think it's on his right side." And he tested the right side and didn't find anything. And then he's like, "Can I test the left side?" And they're like, "It's not on the left side. Get out of here." And it was on the left side, but they think he could have found it. But yeah, shoving the beef up his ass was probably not helpful either. So um, he, I, yeah. it's really now I'm trying to figure out how uh, Warren G. Harding died because he I mean, also he just, died I, in office. It looks like he had a heart attack. Um, so that's that's it's not that. Yeah, that's he, way less interesting. No offense. Yeah. I mean, it's bad when a president dies, I guess. But uh, this is a, no this one is shoved 18, anything up his this ass. Is the, like, so. Late 1800s. 1920s. 1920. Okay. From what I remember, like Warren G. Harding was the guy who just like, well, this guy looks like he should be president, and that was yeah, like the main. He does. And then all, because he, he looks, looks like the he looks like the e, the like Blue Eagle from the Simpsons. Uh, Sam from the, the Eagle. Muppets. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He looks, like, he looks like Sam the Eagle. Apparently, he was incredibly popular before. And his whole thing was like return to normalcy, right? That was like the whole. That was like that, that's like my high school AP history. Like I remember like the one phrase about Warren G. Harding. Yes. Um, Nothing will fundamentally change. That was his campaign uh, slogan. Yeah. I mean, this, the other thing about this guy is that he definitely seems 
like he just really wants to be a part of this in a bigger way because he just wants to be included yeah like his you know his grandmother was uh uh like a you know hardings he's mad because they're opening a new museum and he's like upset that he hasn't been approached to provide details of her life uh for the coming display coming display which like i get it but also yeah, they're probably not going to put like a exhibit about his illegitimate children in his museum. Like that's just not sort of what usually shows up in one of those. So, who how what were you going to say his his mother was Harding's like how were they related His or? mother. He's the grandson of Warren Harding's lover named Nan Britton. So his mother is his illegitimate daughter. And he is upset that he, she is not included in the museum, which... See, he, he should have known because her last name was White, which is the name they give to illegitimate children of presidents, <laughs> like Game of Thrones. Yes. yes. The, yeah, yeah. Of the House of White. <laughs> That's the... Uh, yeah. Ah, it's all coming it's like together. sand or snow. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, the House of White. Now, it's mean, that, a really layered joke here. I'm peeling it like an onion in my That's head. at least a... <laughs> That's a, I mean, the, the museum thing is a little bit more of an explanation than just like this guy's weird and demands to be, you know, acknowledged or whatever. Wants to dig up those bones. Give me those bones. Yeah. Um, I think he. I still think he just wants the bones. Wants those bones. He wants to make Harding soup. It's supposed to give you strength. Yeah. Maybe he thinks that. Maybe he thinks there's like a treasure in there. It's like. An, it's like a. You know, he was buried with uh with secret gold and jewels. It's something. he. He. He's like a. He likes the movie's national treasure, and he thinks there is treasure. Mm-hmm. And frankly, buried. who doesn't like yeah. movies? To be <laughs> Warren Harding was buried with a, a massive chain, sterling silver chain, <laughs> that he wants to get out of there. We He's bury with his our house chain. Yeah, yeah, with his house chain. Which the Eli, I got chain. a chain. I heard well, you I didn't get a chain. You got chain. a chain. Got a necklace. You got a house chain. It's not a house chain because I'll wear it outside. What's the what? This is like a big deal for you. I feel like I feel like you're slowly getting more jewelry until you're going to be a jewelry no. I'm man. tops on jewelry. First, you got your ears pierced. I'm tops. I'm I'm done with jewelry. This is you can't. I can't have more. Or I'll start looking like you know, like Johnny Depp or like like, like a, a. You'll start looking like a contestant yeah. on The Voice if you start getting more no, jewelry. It's just just the necklace, yeah. but he's just dipping into turquoise, walking a very dangerous yeah. fine line. <laughs> You gotta be yeah. When you start getting turquoise, you no, gotta I want to get worrying. the necklace that that uh, Paul Newman wears in Slapshot. That's most of a geode on a chain. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I found this great uh, this great artisan in uh, Arizona, and it's like, oh no! Well, it well, turns well. out she's my aunt. Anyways, be careful. Be careful. Yeah. <laughs> my friend uh, Daniel Webb has a joke, and I I can't remember the actual premise of the joke. But the punchline is him being found dead in his Honda Civic covered in turquoise. <laughs> I just, I think about that all the time. Very good. Just as a mental image. Yeah. Just dripping in turquoise. Oh. Yeah. Number two. Anyway, Warren G. Harding, good luck to you. Good luck to your uh, corpse. Offspring. <laughs> good luck to your corpse. I hope you get to stay where you yeah. are. Let's go number two. Number two. Uh, number two, first, like, First, I do want to just uh, clarify, as Wet Bigfoots did uh, when he put this in our story suggestions, uh, nobody died. Everyone's okay. Um, This was a a relatively mild incident. However, uh, there 
has been a kangaroo attack. According to this uh, Australian news article, not only an attack, a woman was, quote, stalked and attacked by a kangaroo on the outskirts of Melbourne. Uh, which, you know, I don't know if this would make the news in Australia under normal circumstances. I feel like stuff like that happens a lot down there. Um, but this specifically was in the news because um, they believe that the kangaroo was attracted to her uh, Sarah Jessica Parker brand perfume. So it's working. That it somehow... Exactly. It drove this kangaroo Wild. into a frenzy. Um, according to the woman, she, quote, had to jump a couple of fences to actually uh, get away from it. Who's this and, woman? Like uh, Jason Bourne's daughter jumping <laughs> fences? That's... Hold on, maybe maybe the kangaroo was the one jumping fences. Yeah, also, like, if you're going to get away from a kangaroo, don't do stuff where you're jumping. That's, like, their best thing. <laughs> Probably just, not. Like, hop over That's it. the thing they're you got to get under something really small good at. or whatever. Um, but, yeah, so <laughs> a, a bunch of people came out to help her, and uh, they had to, like, throw a bunch of rocks at it <laughs> to get it to go away. Problem um, solving on all a- fronts. A+. plus. <laughs> But yeah, according to uh, this like park ranger who was like dealing with the aftermath of the attack, it was because of her perfume. And uh, she said, like, I was going out for a run and I normally wouldn't have put perfume on at all, but I couldn't find my deodorant. So I was just like, whatever, and sprayed perfume on myself. Um, and yeah, apparently the kangaroo was all about it. I will also say that I wanted to do this story because I used to wear this perfume. And uh, now I know new, not to wear it if I go to Australia. Patreon goal. Kath gets absolutely savaged by a kangaroo <laughs> in Sarah <laughs> Jessica Parker's uh, perfume. I will say, like, celebrity perfume is usually really bad. Like, most of the most of the celebrity perfume lines all kind of smell the same and are, like, not yeah. good the sir jessica parker one actually an interesting good perfume like yeah well it's like i i i'll vouch for it even though it's really weird that she's a celebrity with a yeah perfume. no i mean i don't i i doubt they for most of them they probably just get like what like a, a couple different scents to choose from and they're like choose one of these and it'll be yours but like so, yeah. celebrities have a lot of them have like bad taste this is like when there was like they do like fashion collaborations and half the time it looks like shit because it's like yeah i don't know maybe let like the fashion designer do it <laughs> like don't not just like ask you know johnny depp what a cool t-shirt would be and then put that out because i there's a zero percent chance i want that so so it needs to smell more like candy <laughs> how can we get it to smell yeah. more like candy well that's that's what's funny about this is like oh most of the celebrity perfumes kind of smell like candy sarah jessica parker's was like a kind of interesting like musk smell it was but just like, her real smell it's really funny that a kangaroo is like oh no this musk smell is too good and now this kangaroo wants to what if, fuck what if you. that's what like, they repurposed abercrombie <laughs> woods and it's actually sarah jessica what if, what if that's what celebrity perfume was was they just literally fucking drained their glands and there was that's what it was they're like this is sjp this is sarah jessica parker ambergris or whatever like this is their yeah celebrity celebrities are like beavers (laughs) the glands yeah Yeah. uh... you have to express your glands (laughs) they need to have their glands expressed it's a problem it's 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 hollywood's biggest secret yeah um that they all need their glands expressed i do feel like perfume is an extremely intimate uh like product to make 
that where you're yeah. like, oh, this is what this person thinks smells good. That's like very, I don't know. Like every people on Twitter sometimes will like there'll be like a meme of like what perfume do you wear like what do you smell and i'm just like i'll overshare a lot on the internet but that to me is like i don't i'm not telling people what i smell like if you can smell me great but like i'm not i'm not gonna share that information it's i mean like the other thing that's weird is like cologne and a perfume i think like like you usually have one that you wear right most people don't have multiple types that they like use for different occasions and stuff. So it's, it is strange to be like, I want to smell like fucking, you know, Chris Hemsworth every day. Like that's like, <laughs> it's just, it is, it's, it's a really weird, like covering of, I don't know. I was the other thing about like knowing what perfume someone is that it was always funny, like, if you ever, if you're ever out in public and someone passes you, like for me, it would be like a woman passes me wearing a perfume that someone I've like dated used to wear it's it, it's so funny how like I really feel like it keys on a part of your brain that is like it like confuses the shit out of your brain because your brain like wants to identify them by it and your brain's like that's not them whoa whoa like it it really like sends you into this weird kind of reaction but yeah it's a really strong uh sense like, memory. It's super evocative yeah. yeah that's why I'm like I feel like it's weird to tell people what you smell like I don't know I like I have that too though like um I've I feel like men tend to not be as into that stuff but I did uh one guy I dated for a long time had a cologne that he wore all the time and now when I smell it it's like very confusing to yeah. me but I mean it just depends on what you do like it, it, most colognes also are like very strong and like musky so it's like like the problem with wearing cologne is that someone's going to ask you if you're wearing cologne and then you it sucks cuz you're going to be like does that bother yes. you? I think it's not when I like hug somebody or something and they're like, Oh, you smell good. What are you wearing? Like that, that makes me feel good. I'll tell them then. I'm just not but telling strangers about, about hugging it. someone and then them going, Oh, you smell good. What are you wearing? You're not talking about showing up to a fucking comedian party and having the first comedian you run into be like, Are you wearing cologne? And that's very different. <laughs> well, I, to be fair, if you smell good at a comedian yeah. party, you are already a huge mm-hmm. outlier. Like it's, it's already an event. It's very true. That's the problem with having that famous bloodhound comedian uh, <laughs> at your parties. So like, hang on, hang on. Is someone here wearing there's cologne in here? What's, it's McGruff, the comedy dog. He smells my cologne. Yeah, I do feel like people are weird about cologne. Like I, I don't know why it's as stigmatized as it is. I guess I guess because there are people who like bathe in it and it's super yeah, super strong. It's got a I think pretty that's bad the rap. concern is putting on too much. Um, yeah, I, I, I probably err on the side of because I, I, I like when I used to leave the house, uh, I would I, I <laughs> usually put on cologne. Um, I have gotten it for Christmas for like enough years in a row that I have enough that I'll be willing it to my children. I think at this point, like smell no like daddy. conceivable scenario in which I use all of it, especially <laughs> having lost this like ten months or whatever, and presumably more. Yeah, it's like, that's devastating to the rate of consumption mm-hmm. you know it's uh there's well, no coming back from you that, spray it so. on your kids so that they people know that they're yours like if they find them at a six right. flags they can be like who yeah. else smells like they can match it up you know vetiver here or whatever <laughs> yeah. to track you down yeah, I, I used to, <laughs> sandalwood when i was in high school when i was in high school i used to use abercrombie woods that's why and then 
I think I briefly tried Abercrombie Fierce, which I did not care for. It was a little too spicy or something. I don't know what the I don't remember what the, exactly what the difference was. Yeah. And now I have a, a different <laughs> one that's a secret. No, um, and uh, it's called Secret by Patrick. Uh, it Mother. doesn't matter. You know, one of those things where it's like you, you joke about. Well, what if they stop making it? Then I won't have my signature. That's like, well, that's not a problem for me because I have enough to last me until I'm you know mm-hmm. 100 or whatever. But that's, um, I wear perfume like. Pretty much any time I leave the house, I wear perfume, and I have only ever bought one full size bottle. I just get testers for everything else because, like, the stuff I wear, like, um, I, I actually have two that I switch between, but like, one of them is made by Diptyque, and I just go into the Diptyque store and say, "I'm thinking about buying this perfume. Can I have a tester?" And they give me a tester, and then. I go back three months later and do the same thing. This like, I just they're going to stitch together. I don't need you to use it. You walk in stitch together like years of security camera footage of you like in the exact same tone and rhythm. <laughs> I'm thinking of trying this perfume. Um, yeah, I, there's some that are... But yeah, it's like you don't need that much. It lasts a really long well, time. It's, like, it's also generally like cologne. There's not a lot of like subtle ones. Like that's a bad rap where they're like, because like the the origin of it isn't even gendered. It's like cologne is citrus and and perfume is floral. But like because cologne became like the man scent, they were like, well, it's got to smell like a fucking hundred things. Like it just got into this weird thing where. It wasn't like mm, I kind of want to smell this. It's like I want to smell like a like a you know like a bison screaming in a forest or something. Like it just got so dramatic that I think there's like I think that there's um, more now. They're coming back now. Cologne and perfume, like they both like the mainstream versions of them are both like really awful. And it's like candy for women and ax body spray yeah. for men. And it's like, if you go, if you like look into it, you can find stuff that's better, but like most of it is yeah. bad. And it, that's why people don't like and it. Cologne, <laughs> uh, I mean, fragrance houses are fascinating to me. Cause they just have like, presumably like scientists with like test tubes going like, and it's like, try this. And it's like, ah, you know, I don't know. I just think it's, it seems like a fun job. You're like a smell chef. I'll send you an article on this. There's an article on this guy, Raja Dove, like R-O-G-A, Dove, like the bird, who's like the king of set. Like he's the guy that they're like, he's got the best nose in the world. He dresses exactly like you think he would. And he, he looks like the Merovingian from the Matrix. Are you looking at a picture of him right now? Yeah. Yes. Like that's a, he's he's like except he's bald. Like he has like the horseshoe hair. Like otherwise he is yeah. the Merovingian. This is ridiculous. And they just Hell bring yeah. him in. If you're if that's your job, like yeah. lean into it. Like you if you're look like if, that. Yeah. If you're that like if your profession is that whimsical, like full on, who's gonna say anything? Yeah. Go for it. That's like the last. The, that that's definitely one of those things where it's like someone's like, if you you do need to spend money on it too because the cheap stuff is like so it's just like yeah the cheap stuff smells worse than just bo like you'd be better off just smelling bad than smelling like at least if you just smell bad people don't think it's a choice if you have bad cologne or bad perfume people like they like that they thought that was sick and they put it all over them so perfume talk cologne talk yeah we'll give you recommendations listeners just uh hit us up should we go to number one yeah let's do it and this week's number one reason to say what a time to be alive. This is a story that has been sent to us and been the talk of Twitter uh, many a time. This is me, right? Okay, good. Yes. <laughs> yes, this is uh, Many a time. <laughs> uh, which is, you know, this, this seems to crop up quite a bit, but uh, this is from Hungary. 
Uh, some of you may already know what we're about to talk to talk about. This is really an episode of difficult pronunciations. Uh, this is jo- <laughs> Joseph Joseph Sire. I'm guessing it's Joseph Sire. You're doing great. Um, he is a uh, an, an, he's in the Hungarian government. <laughs> I can't. The, they keep referring to him as an MEP, but they don't tell you what that stands for. Um, so he's a member of the European Parliament, uh, representing Hungary, uh, and he is uh, and has been for his career like very anti-LGBT. Not a cool dude. Uh, he's done a lot of like notorious yes, homophobe, notorious homophobe. Um, like went, did a lot of this, like marriage business between a man and a woman, like that sort of legislature. Um, and then, uh, recently he was caught in a bit of a pickle. Uh, and that pickle is, uh, that they caught him at a 25 man orgy that he was in, uh, which he tried to escape by climbing out of a window. And, uh, I quote here, uh, fleeing along the gutter. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he was shinnying down a drain pipe uh, yeah. nude is is what I'm yeah, imagining. He was, he was hanging off of... It was like knives out. Yeah, he was hanging off of one tree branch, <laughs> butt naked, out of a, you know... I'm, I'm presuming this was broken up because of lockdown rules and not because it was an orgy, right? Like, they weren't, like, trying to uh, raid... Uh, an orgy because of immoral acts or well, anything, right? N- no, it was just a noise complaint. <laughs> just a noise complaint. Okay, yeah. got it. Just too too enthusiastic. Yeah, they, uh, the they, the source close to the investigation, according to this, um, they said that yeah, someone called the officers about uh, a quote nighttime disturbance, and then the n- newspaper quoted the local police source as saying we interrupted a gangbang. <laughs> Man, that's like, that's more people than I've had sex with in my whole life. Having sex at one time. 24. That's like, that makes me. I mean, he probably didn't <laughs> fuck everybody. It's just not enough time. I mean, it's just. I mean, it depends on how long yeah. it went. Here's a question. For. Would you rather have God, a 25 man orgy fall through the ceiling onto you? Or would you rather fall <laughs> into a pit where 25 <laughs> men are really... having sex? I think it. I think in that case, you go Yeah, the pit, pit's fine. Because. Uh, they probably help you back out. 25. 25 men falling on that you like that you. could be really dangerous that's yeah. gonna be your ceiling is just a fuck there's no like, <laughs> it's ruined there's no scenario where and 25 then, men fall through your ceiling does not require a complete tear down hello renter's insurance yeah 25 men fucked through my ceiling onto me <laughs> <laughs> no it's like the rats they all scurry under the bed when, <laughs> when they fall through the ceiling yeah. they try to hide it's uh they, they also try to go in your mouth it's a big problem yeah. So, uh, um, yeah, 25, like, that's just like the coordination you need to, to plan that it, I'm, I'm just in awe again, it's a birthday like, party, like a big birthday party I guess. level of planning. <laughs> Nobody's posting like, like, like you have to trust 25 different people to not post a, it on Instagram stories or whatever, you know, like some, or Snapchat mm-hmm. or some, you know, whatever the. Um, yeah. use those yeah it's I, just I mean, a picture of an orgy and the caption is like we all social distance obviously <laughs> right. while they're like yeah. just fucking they use those they use those <laughs> like, like little did, did this guy has cell phone pockets that like dave Chappelle uses it as live shows so no one can record them they'll get mad oh yeah the yonder get, yeah you have to put your phone <laughs> in a yonder to get into the 25 man orgy in hungary <laughs> this uh, is like bananas because this is like this guy 
it's we were talking about this before but like it's one thing if it's like oh man uh homophobic uh lawmaker secretly gay like that's one thing but he's like doing the thing that homophobes think all gay men do like exactly (laughs) and police found narcotics in his bag so he was fucking rolling his face off you know in a 25 well yeah i mean I just feel like if you're going to have a 25-man orgy, like, you're going to try to make the most of it. Like, why not also be on Molly yeah. or something, you know? How many Had, how many opportunities do you get for this? I don't life? know. I'm not on any of the lists, so I'm not on the <laughs> listserv, so I don't really know yeah. how often they're going. Did did they, like, I mean, did they have they talked to him? Did he have to make a statement or anything, or did he just, like, resign? Because, like, I'm picturing, like, the, you know, the brothel Simpsons with, like, Principal Skinner is like, I was only in there to get directions on how to get away from there. <laughs> Just like, you know, trying to think of this, like, I was there to tell them that they're all sinners or something, you know what I mean? Or I was there to stop right. the, uh, violating the rules. It's like, okay, dude, you were naked and you were, uh, you and you know, can't do the, the worst. You jumped out a because window. Because of it, like, you can't even, like, like, I don't think he would have, but because of COVID, you could, even if you wanted to just, like, fully lay it bare and be like, this is me, this is like that, you can't because people are like, even if this is you, you're not allowed to do that. Like, this is <laughs> right. irrelevant of the... This is, like, the one time where it is actually, like, extreme... Like, under normal circumstances, some you could make the argument, like, 25-man orgy, yeah. good for you. Like, more power to you. But it's like, no, this is the one time that this is absolutely That's like, not okay. This is the one thing we didn't This want is, like, something happen. you'd hear from, like, an influencer or something where they'd be, like, apology, like a long apology video where that apologizes for a different thing than what is wrong or like what like he, yeah he yeah he, he I, I don't know that he was naked i would just like to be you know uh to make that clear um allegedly but, but uh he, he looks kind of like i just looked him up because i was curious um he looks kind of like if zangief from street fighter had like a wasting yeah. disease he like he's not big and muscular but he has like the beard and face of zangief mm. he's, of. he's got like kind of a like i wonder vibe. if it was like an added an added sort of appeal in the orgy of like it's hot that he hates himself this much. Like, it's like, this is an extra special 25 man orgy because we have the homophobic Senator here, you know, like if that was I like mean, a draw, maybe it was like a 10 man orgy. And then people started texting their friends when they're like, the fucking guys here get over right. here and suck this dick. <laughs> get over here and make him suck yeah. your dick for his uh, crimes. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, they, they, they caught him. He was fleeing in the gutters. Um, and then uh, he said, so he he did make a statement, and all he said was that he was present at a private party, um, which yeah, I guess, well that's a that's a private True. party I've ever heard one. Everybody's touching each other's privates, you know what I mean? Anyways, yeah, I mean it's not a private party in the sense that I feel like at twenty five people, it's no longer like a intimate yeah. get together. It's like you're there are got to be yeah. friends of friends there. It's not just like everybody. I was just making with, the wordplay. You know? It's a party for your privates, sort of. Um, I know. <laughs> 25 man orgy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like he, he tried. It was an orgy. <laughs> oh, no, I'm being silenced. Jerry, you got to get me back into the orgy. Who is this? My, my browser crashed. I'm being silenced. Um, Oh no! You're being you're being yeah. shadow banned from the, yeah, the internet. Yeah, so uh, he just sort of like 
he gave a short statement. He's like, I deeply regret violating the COVID re- restrictions. It was irresponsible on my part. And then he resigned. And uh, this is a thing where it's like he asked people to treat the matter as strictly personal to him. And it's like, yeah, but you've been making this matter extremely public and legislative for political hundreds, yeah in, uh, hundreds what i'm talking about maybe in like centuries yeah, he's yeah. a vampire like, also like, so it's just like yeah no you're gonna get fucking roasted dude like i don't know what you you don't get yeah. to just be like please you know the the classic like my family and i are the, this at this time like it's like no man you've been you can't you can't like set yourself up in this dunk tank that you've spent 20 years hoisting yourself onto and then expect no one to throw the fucking baseball like you're gonna get you're going in so yeah you're going in uh the dunk tank is filled with 25 men and uh <laughs> dunk tanking baseball has been thrown oh, can you imagine just a, a carnival event a carnival like feature that's an extremely homophobic politician and a dunk tank above 25 <laughs> men fucking <laughs> throw baseballs at it oh uh, that's yeah. the world i want to live in this is the future liberals want yeah. is conservative politician gay sex he asked asked everyone not to extend it to his homeland which is just nonsensical phrase i don't know what that means at all so please please don't don't, assume assume that that all hungarians (laughs) right are yeah we are into 25 man orgies like there goes the very like very overinflated like at least be orban if you're gonna say that you know what i mean at least be the main guy (laughs) don't be just you know like a there goes your sex tourism trade sir ruin the economy of your country um is that a yeah now like he should lean into it he should be like yes if you want to have a 25 man orgy come to <laughs> yeah. hungry even homophobes love it it's one that's of those how great commercials it is for tourism where it's like a couple of beautiful vistas and lakes and then just in the middle of it is a quick shot of a 25 man orgy you're like what is that part of it um you know it's like pure sure michigan is. or whatever hungry. <laughs> uh, so uh i mean not best of luck to this guy i don't know figure out your life now. i mean i i hope he can i hope he can like live his truth now but uh i mean good that he's not in government anymore he sounds like an asshole say, yeah. Yeah. feel free to live your truth outside of the away far away from the levers of power that's yeah. fine you know whatever. <laughs> yes welcome to being an independent citizen as long as yeah. you're not writing any legislation as long as you're not rewriting the constitution uh anymore yeah. then uh, yeah yeah go for it <laughs> it's man. like yeah fine. people were just like Come on. it's like you you're in public office by the name of that. You should understand that there's going to be some level of like, you know, people paying attention to what you're fucking doing that, um, you know, don't do that. He cut up don't his hands that. on the gutter. Should we do plugs? It's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. Plug it up. Tough. Plug it up. Plugs, 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 plugs. So, uh, Patty's opening the, <laughs> The plug chest. So we can ask for the worst thing plug I've chest. ever asked for, which is that. Yes. It's crazy that this was a song. I was going to say, if we can get a version of this that says plugs instead of shots, it would make me happy every week and it would make Patty sad every week. And I think that's worth the price of admission. Maybe we can get maybe we can get uh yeah well Red Foo or Sky the other Blue. one on cameo I don't know but it was so I bet wild. we can it was so wild to me that uncle one, and uh, nephew right that is insane There's to me first of all but it, but it's like uh 
It's like, well, it's like one of them was like, was Barry Gordy's like grandnephew mm-hmm. or something. So it's like, okay, music business, fine. But it's like, yeah, one of them's like 10 years older than the other one. And they're both just like, it, it, that was, would never have guessed that. Migo, too. Anyway. Migo is like an un- LMFAO. Check Migo is like an uncle and his cousin and his friend. <laughs> it's always so. Migos? Yeah. Why are you, you saying oh, Migo? You're pronouncing know. it Migo Migos. like it's French? Yeah. They may, maybe <laughs> it's supposed to be French. It's Migos. It's those tacos. Uh, I think Three Six Mafia is also a... There's an uncle and a nephew. There's a guy named com, There's a guy named Computer. Which one is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Plugs. Uh, plugs, plugs, plugs. Hey, yeah. If you want to support the, support the show, uh, the best way to do it is uh, at patreon.com slash whatatimepod. Uh, we got a ton of uh, bonus episodes with uh, a lot of great guests. And uh, also just with us, um, we've also got a live show video, a uh, Roadhouse commentary track. Um, yeah, a lot of good stuff on there. Uh, we have some goals coming up at uh, 1,100 patrons. Eli is going to do a uh, an art show uh, uh, live on, I guess, on Twitch with his uh, some of his fantasy art from when he was younger. Uh, if we get to... T- 1200 we're going to do the death nut challenge which is eating a series of increasingly spicy nuts and if we get to 2000 we're going to do the nfl combine um so yeah definitely uh uh subscribe lots of good stuff and like i said it's the best way to support the show which uh you know we we appreciate um another way to support the show is just to tell people about it give us a review on itunes things like that um we got a t public i don't know if there's a sale going on right now but there are sales throughout december um and uh, we got lots of uh, different merch options, including our new design, which is a kind of a Christmas sweater featuring the turtle that cries like a man um, that I think is uh, very fun. Uh, so check that out. Link in the description. Um, Discord, uh, also a link in the description. You can join for free, but to get access to the private channels, you have to be at the $10 patron subscription level. Um, a lot of good folks on there. Uh, check that out. What a time pod on Twitter. What a time pod on Instagram. What a time podcast at gmail.com. Uh, I am uh, Patty Mo on all the stuff, and I don't have anything specific to plug. I have another podcast called Lie, Cheat, and Steal. It's a true crime podcast about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters. Uh, we're in the middle of a two-part series about Purdue Pharma right now, which is very fun. Um, super evil, super scammy, and awful. Um, we also have t-shirts out right now. We're doing a pre-order for our very first t-shirt, which is our logo. Um, if you're interested in getting one of those, go to LCS podcast on Twitter and there's information on how to order and a picture of the shirt. Um, I also am doing a Twitch stream this weekend on Saturday at, I believe, 9 p.m. Eastern, twitch.tv slash Theater. We're going to be watching Love Actually and making fun of it. So check that out. Uh, I'm Eli Uden on Twitter, E-L-I-Y-U-D-I-N. I'm Chili's Restaurants on Instagram. Uh, follow me on Twitch at pig underscore dog. And uh, I also do a show called TV and D with some uh, buddies from old college humor days. Uh, that's on twitch.tv slash TV, the word end D, uh, where we play D and D as different television casts. And um, we are currently, we've done King of the Hill and uh, The Sopranos. You can watch an episode with Kath in it of The Sopranos. Those are all up on YouTube. And uh, the new one we're doing this month is Gilligan's Island where uh everyone is dying gilligan is dying um probably oh, no. 
it's not going well for them so far. Uh, and uh, you can watch that at Thursdays at 9.30 Eastern at uh, twitch.tv TVND. That's it. Thanks for listening, Goodbye. everybody. Thanks, everyone. Bye.